You're entering the content studio. Sometimes it's messy, sometimes it's a masterpiece, but the process always makes us better. We'll talk about how you can reach your audience with the right content at the right time and grow your brand through content marketing. Welcome back to the content studio brought to you by GLC. I'm your host, Michelle Jackson, and today I'm being joined by two incredible members of our Rockstar Digital Development team, Jason Gray. Hi. And Oscar Mata. Hello. And today we're going to talk all about website redesign. So I think, you know, in in the year 2021, headed into 2022, I think every organization understands that they need a robust website that they own. But I think the question is, what resources do you need to put into it to keep it updated? And when do you need to pull the plug and embark on a redesign? And I think that's not always an easy decision because redesigns take a significant amount of time and resources and tend to have a pretty big price tag on them. But I think the question organizations have to ask themselves are what money are they leaving on the table or losing as a result of not embarking on a website redesign project? So Jason and Oscar are going to join us today and talk through some of the signs that you shouldn't be ignoring that are pointing you toward a website redesign project. Jason, I'll start with you. Can you talk a little bit about some of the non-negotiables that website users have in terms of expectations uh, going to an organizational website? Sure. A lot of times it's it's common website expectations. Most users, when they get to, the, to uh, your business website, have a fundamental understanding of what is non-negotiable. Some of that is clean and intuitive navigation. Others is fast site performance, great content, uh, current content, and really appealing look and feel. And for the most part, specifically mobile-friendly design. Right now, most, if not all users, are starting out on their cell phones. And if your site isn't where it needs to be there, it breaks the deal. It's not even a, a negotiation that has to happen. Yeah. For me as a user, content problems on websites to me are the worst, You know, where you can't find what you need. There's not enough of what you want there. Talk to me about some of the common content problems that would lead an organization to a website redesign. A new website or websites promise great things. There are good content, picture, text, even videos, but if they stay on there for a little while longer without being changed, it's not a good experience. Also, it's not very good for SEO or Google ranking. Still content on your website only tells users that your business isn't current and isn't adding new things to the shelves. It's also telling Google and other search engines that you're not ready to improve your search ranking. What about in terms of navigational issues when it comes to content, like not being able to find what you're looking for, content being scattered across the website? Talk to me a little bit about those kinds of problems. UI, UX, which is basically your interface, like Let's say, for example, you're on a cell phone and you're trying to go through your menu, trying to click on a certain button, but the button's too small, right? You you move around with your finger, you try to press the button, you click the wrong link. That's a little bit of aggravation. That's a little bit of uh, inconvenience that you're having to deal with. Those types of things can sometimes tell users, you know what, I, I, I don't want to deal with this. this. This just sounds like too much for me. There are, I mean, a plethora of things that you could do to your website as far as a redesign to make it easier for your users to navigate your site, breaking content apart, breaking your menus into different sections, reorganizing, uh, say, sub menus into buckets 
instead of just going top to bottom and scrolling forever trying to find the page you're looking for. Yeah, and I think like in terms of bad user experience on a website, eventually your users are just not going to come back. They're going to go find somebody else for that. Oh, absolutely. If you don't embark on this kind of website redesign project, if you're experiencing those issues, you're sending your customers or your audience away to someone else. Websites have goals. Websites have specific fundamental um, needs for the business to, to execute. So if your user experience is poor, that means you're not driving the goals specific for them. When we talk about focal points, the website itself, usually it's about sellability to achieve specific outcomes. It's also about credibility to gain visitors' trust. And then from a usability standpoint, it's to deliver a positive experience. So if any of those things break down because of poor engagement or bad user experience, then it's not delivering on its goals. A perfect example of that would be something like a uh, e-commerce store, for example. You know, let's say you're shopping around and you're looking for a specific brand. You could spend hours flipping through the next pages trying to find your next, you know, the, the specific brand you're trying to buy. If there's no filter on that, if there's no categories, if those interface options are missing, you could spend hours just trying to look for the product you're looking for. Yeah, I, I think another content problem that is really common, specifically with the type of organizations we, we work with, associations and healthcare organizations, I think this idea of outdated content on a website is definitely a, can be a problem. The other day was going to a football game where the stadium still had on their stadium rules policies that, that masks were required. And I'm thinking, this game is in North Carolina. It's outdoors. There's no way they're still requiring masks, right? And then I'm thinking, I put my like marketer hat on and I'm like, oh, that's an outdated page that they just never took down. And how many other outdated pages does this site have? So I think like this idea of outdated content, if your site contains more outdated content than not, it's time for a redesign. And then beyond that, you've got to have a process in place to keep it updated after a redesign, right? Absolutely. Approximately 75% of people will judge your credibility based on the content that's on your website. If it's true or not, okay, you saw that. And all of a sudden you're like, is that right? And if it's not right. What else isn't right? Exactly, exactly. Your trust factor goes down real quick. Absolutely. Well, switching gears, how about when an organization is going through some sort of change, whether it's a branding change, some sort of organizational change, is that a good time to be rethinking your website and to use that as an opportunity to make some improvements as well? Absolutely. I mean, uh, a whole brand change, colors, color schemes more than anything. You know, let's say you've gone through a new brand style guide, right? Your font has changed. Your colors have changed. You want to make sure that all of your whole organization, whether it's like your your business cards, your websites, your social media, that it's all under the same umbrella. So it comes from the same uh, parent uh, company or, or your organization, essentially. So you want to make sure everything's correct. Yeah. Sure. You can just splash on a new logo and change your colors and call it a day. But if your website isn't doing the things you want it to why not use that as an opportunity to introduce a new enhanced product to your audience, rolling out that new brand, that new organizational branding? If your brand messaging has changed as the company has evolved, there's that's another indication that your site will need a makeover. Since a website can be the main motivator that drives visitors to choose to do business 
with a company, you want to make sure that it caters to a target audience and makes a good impression. I mean, it's really important that from a brand specific thing, if you're becoming something other than what you were, you carry the newness with you. You know, similar to that, I think like in our world, specifically, I'm thinking in our association client world, oftentimes on the sales side, they make the decision to go with a new CMS or CRM. And all of a sudden you realize, oh, wait, our website doesn't work with that CRM. And it's sort of like an obvious, a, a very clear impetus for a website redesign. But it's also something that probably should have been thought about, you know, long before when that CRM was decided upon. But have you guys seen that happen a lot? And what kind of advice would you give to clients around that? That is a big one. If your CMS and your CRM don't connect together, that's a lot of custom development that you have to put together to make it work. But if you do your research right, you find the correct CRM, one that integrates easily with your CMS, your content management system, you can save yourself thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, that being said, it's also AMS, association management systems as well. When membership is a big deal here, when they want to integrate logins for members, logins for either paywall type of scenarios with content. So thinking through whether you have the right CMS, thinking through all the things like SEO, whether or not it's going to be easy for administrators to be able to handle stuff on their own after we've completed the website. There are, there are so many different things. How about some outdated elements of websites from a technical standpoint that really are red flags for a redesign? So I'm specifically envisioning like going to a website that still uses Flash and being like, oh my God, this website needs a redesign. But I'm not really sure that many sites still use Flash, but that would be one example I can think of. What are some things you guys can think of in terms of um, massively outdated technical components of websites that force your hand in, in going toward a redesign? Well, you're right. If, if, if your website is still in Flash, it's time for an update, period. You're done. Redesign. <laughs> Although Adobe is still promoting it a little bit, Flash is becoming a thing of the past. As a matter of fact, there were so many reasons for nixing Flash. Most of it was no quality SEO, the site would load slowly, it's not optimized for mobile devices, and update, updating a Flash file was ridiculous. There are tons of other outdated modalities, CS red flags all the time. Yeah, outdated software, outdated architecture, all that adds up. For example, let's say your system is based off, off an old software, there may be vulnerabilities and that's a big one. You don't want to have outdated software that may have a vulnerability or that ha doesn't have a updated patch to say a specific problem. You know, the last thing you want as an organization is to get hacked and lose thousands of dollars, customer data. I mean, there's a plethora of issues that can arrive from say an attack like that. Another part would be say incompatibility with newer software. Say you want a, I don't know, a new, a new type of effect on your website. Well, you can't run it because the components don't sync together. They won't work. You just don't have that ability. We talked a little bit about mobile responsiveness or mobile sites already, but I would put that in this category too. You know, if your site's not mobile friendly, it's not responsive, um, it's it's outdated at this point, right? Like who who doesn't go to websites on their phone? Often first, like you said, Jason. Yeah, according to Google, 61% of users are, are unlikely to come back to a website if it doesn't work on a phone. So with 40% visiting, you know, your competitors or, or somebody else's site instead. So if the site isn't responsive, 
the, the chance you're losing leads and customers is really high. Mobile friendly is incredibly important. For search optimization, Google's going to rank the sites that are mobile friendly higher than those that are not. And also from a user experience standpoint, it's really frustrating to be on a website that's not designed for mobile. Really, we want to check to make sure that your site passes the test right there because nobody wants to get to a website that has to have a pinch and zoom experience that their competitors don't. So it's really looking at it from that perspective because your best in practices in mobile and responsive is also what your competitors are doing as well. What about loading speeds? I think that that can be something really frustrating for users if a site isn't loading quick enough. And I think our attention span and our barometer for site speed is ever shrinking, right? Yeah, but I would, I'd probably say that's my biggest pet peeve. So let's say you're trying to order something or you need to look something up. If you're sitting there for more than two to three to four seconds, I've probably already left that site and went somewhere else. And, and that's especially important with mobile. I mean, like you can you can maybe get by with it on a desktop, but on a mobile device, if if it takes, say, four seconds on a desktop on a mobile device, it's probably closer to 10. So if you're sitting there for 10 seconds with your phone out trying to look at the bus schedule or whatever, you've already missed that bus. 40% will abandon a website if it takes longer than three seconds to load. And Google has built-in website speed into its algorithm to uh, uh, reward websites that load quickly. Yeah, you know, a lot of these problems that we've talked about today are kind of tied together. Like, what is it, you know, that's slowing the site down? Have you added too much video content that, like, your site can't handle? Are you using outdated software that can't handle the videos, the too many videos that you loaded on your site? Like, all these problems are kind of tied together. So if you're experiencing one of these symptoms, you're likely experiencing, like, three to four of these symptoms. You know what I mean? Well, this also goes into the fact that what you're talking about is if your site is outdated, you might be using an old or bad server. So the server resources aren't done correctly if you're using on a hosting company. Then if you're an older site, you might be having bad code. Many times businesses will outsource their development to the lowest bidder. This usually results in poorly developed code. Um, Other things are like unnecessary JavaScripts or bloated image sizes, meaning they haven't thought about compressing the images and they're putting huge images on the website. So automatically when, you know, the, the browser is trying to open up this website, it's just taking too long because of all those variables. Yeah. I think like with, with website development, one, you get what you pay for, right? Like you said, like the lowest, the lowest bidder doesn't necessarily always have the these best practices in mind and if you don't embark on a project like this you're you're most definitely leaving money on the table the golden rule of threes what is it if if you want it cheap and good it's not going to be fast if you want it fast and cheap it's not going to be good and if you want it good and fast it's not going to be cheap we need to uh stitch that on a little doily and give it out for for christmas presents right right put it on a business card here you go (laughs) Well, Jason and Oscar, thank you so much for joining today on the content studio. You brought a really great perspective that I don't think we've had quite yet. So I appreciate you bringing your technical minds to the content studio and sharing it with all of us. Tune in again for the next episode of the content studio. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the content studio. Be sure to visit us online at glcdelivers.com.